guys welcome back to the thursday edition of beyond the void horror podcast that's right we are back and dakota's here with us obviously in surround sound yeah and we didn't have any it was weird he just showed up on thursday (laughs) (laughs) it's like all of a sudden but we're back we're gonna be talking about two of our favorite movies for the flesh and potato segment for patrick's birthday of course so happy birthday happy birthday yeah dude like i know we kind of like limp dicked it into the fucking first one i feel bad but we were a little fucked up i think yeah we were a little off guys that drink fucking set us sideways and it's still affecting us right now (laughs) so what are we going to call this episode we'll we just call it after school special Okay, so today we're going to be celebrating Pat's birthday again, this whole fucking week. This whole week. So technically, when you guys hear this, it's Thursday, and your birthday's on Friday? It's on the 30th, so whenever that is. You don't even know, huh? I don't even know. I know it's the 30th. I don't track my birthday like a... He started to look at the calendar and and then got high. And then I got high. (laughs) And then I got high. Oh, no. And then I got high. Uh, I tried to load the gun again, but then I got high. So <laughs> On a Tuesday. So it's the week after, so it's the next week. Right. But we're still celebrating it early. Fuck it. <laughs> right. We do it up. And That's you're going to have a whole fuck. Yeah, you're going to be having fuck. Are you going to do anything special for your birthday or what? You know, I'm probably not. I'll probably go out for a nice steak dinner and then come home and possibly get lucky and uh possibly yeah. the second steak dinner right yeah. <laughs> and the other That's steak and potato right there <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what that means i'm sorry kelly i love you <laughs> she's like you want some steak and potato i love your potatoes <laughs> oh god i don't want to picture things god damn it why are you taking i don't it know I mean, just because i don't know how to stop sometimes it's just like <laughs> it, it carries itself and i'm like no come back but yeah i probably well, this is my plan now that I'm thinking about it, it's probably steak dinner. Probably go see Guardians and Guardians or Aliens. Probably Aliens. Probably Aliens. Yeah, yeah. Alien aliens. Covenant. And yeah, then, you can't see Aliens right now. It's not out in the theater. <laughs> yes, it is. Da 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 da. That's all. Like, wait a minute. Yes, it is. You just watched no, it. No, it's not Aliens. It's called Alien Covenant. Oh, yeah, it's Alien. Sorry, Alien Covenant. Right, Covenant. Which I saw, by the way. You want me to tell you the end? Talk. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was interested. To, I want. I didn't watch a review on it yet, but I didn't do a review on it. You I didn't? haven't done a review since fucking the void. So tell me what were your thoughts about it. Um, I think it's better than Prometheus, but a lot of the characters are disposable. Okay. Uh, kind of like Prometheus. No offense. I thought like the characters are a little bit stronger in Prometheus. Which isn't saying a lot because I'm not the biggest fan of Prometheus. I like it. I like the story and everything like that. But I just felt like I didn't care like about the characters at all. Like, I have some really high expectations for Danny McBride because I like almost everything he's in. Did you enjoy his performance in there? Did they did write a, him well? I think he did a good job. He's the more personable guy that you could kind of relate to. Kind of like the he's captain fine. in like the first Prometheus movie, which he really didn't get enough screen time in my he's opinion. He's fine. He, he was able to act serious and, and funny a little bit, you know. Um, Fassbender did an amazing job. The idea of like what life is and like how different versions of life looks at life is kind of interesting. Like they'd go over this whole, I don't want to, you know, go into it too much. Right. Trying to be careful how I say it, but 
I think it's better than, than Prometheus in a lot of ways. Um, ideology, um, action for sure. Like it's way more uh, gory. Um, I don't know. It wasn't as much practical effects as I was hoping, but story-wise, it's kind of cool. It's kind of a long shot, but I've been hoping what I think we've all been hoping for is a Jones origin story. Did that show up? I don't want to. I see. But it's not really it's not really about that. It's more in the Prometheus universe. It continues from Prometheus where Prometheus left off. I kind of disagree with you as far as the characters in the first Prometheus movie. I just think they made wrong choices for those characters. Possibly, but I'm but either way, I'm not trying to put down the movies. I'm just saying that especially in this one I felt like a lot of the characters are very disposable. Like they had good performances and stuff like that. Fastbender was really good. There was a twist at the end I didn't really like and saw coming from a mile away. Right. So that kind of irritated me a little bit, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun movie. I thought it was a good movie. I'm definitely going to buy it for my collection. It's not going to be my all-time favorite. Like, I still like Resurrection over it. <laughs> right. So. Well, I'm just, as long as he keeps building the palette like he has been, like you're saying, if it's better than the Prometheus and maybe the third one's going to be way better than that, like, as long as it just gradually gets better, I'm okay with it. You're just going to have to watch it. Right. I don't think he's going to fool Ridley on everybody until the next movie, maybe. Well, or the I one he's going to be doing, like, eight, right? Six. Six. He said he could do six. I don't know if he's going to do six. Right. I don't know. But I still think you need to watch it to really have an opinion, so just watch it. There are some people who are alien purists, uh, people I respect that didn't like it, and I can see why. If you're an alien purist, then you should pretty much like anything that Wrigley Scott has to say about the movie. Uh, that's more fanboyish. It's his vision. I don't think it's, like, purist. I think it's just... I don't know. But, you know, George Lucas, come on. If you're a Star Wars purist, you should like the sec- the, the, the three films, right? Well, that's not true, because George Lucas had really had not a really big part in the last two movies. Uh, but you know what I mean. For Prometheus in particular, I feel like you got to kind of step out of the box a little bit and look at it for... It's more of a setup. It's telling more of the story that right. you've never heard that's not necessarily about the aliens. So it wasn't an aliens movie, but it builds up to it. And I'm thinking that in the second movie, we're going to get maybe not what, you know, aliens or the first, you know, aliens. It's kind of a mix of like alien more with of an aliens yeah. movie. It has more of a story than I think alien or aliens had. Right. Where they're more about the, the, the atmosphere, the. I mean, there was a story, but it wasn't, like, all this crazy, deep, like, you know, spider-webby story. It was just like, hey, there's a bunch of shit going on. This is going on. Here's some really tense moments, some really cool fucking dialogue, some action scenes. Like, they did it like that. But I think they've kind of stepped away from that horror element a little bit and tried to get into this deep philosophy thing, which is great. I like the philosophy part. But I just, I don't know. It's not, it's scarier, I would say, than Prometheus, but just not. This is new to me. I just found this out the other day. I was not aware that the Aliens universe and the Blade Runner universe are Yeah, he was saying that connected. last. I yeah. think that's really cool. I had no idea about that, and it makes total Supposedly, sense. Supposedly, like, he said very loose butthole. It, it is very loose butthole, but still, even the, the loosest butthole in, in that scenario <laughs> is magic. There's nothing wrong with loose buttholes, by the way, guys. They whistle. They whistle great. (laughs) 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 I'm going to blow on your butthole like a jug. All right. Anyway, guys, so there is something special I wanted to do. I I mentioned it, but I didn't say what it was. Right. What is it? Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. He's going to walk in with a male stripper. Watch this. So I hope Kelly doesn't mind a new animal. Oh no! <laughs> nice. Just kidding. That's that's a box that I got that uh, Christina mostly put together. She spent a lot of time on this, <clears throat> but we threw ideas together in on it. All right. I'm careful, gonna... careful of the mic. Oh, fuck you, Mike. Oh. <laughs> All right. So I see. So just so you guys know, I just handed Patrick a large box that I pretended that there was an animal in. It's painted silver with black insides, and on the insides there's a lot of Star Wars paraphernalia because Patrick is a huge nutball about Star Wars. I totally am. And there's fucking Oreos. Yeah, we got what are those? Why don't you name some shit? These off? are firework Oreos. We got some. Fi- we got right. Two read what bags. it is. Read what it is. 
Like what? I've never even heard of those. Look, these look. are fire. They're popping with candy. Yeah, it's got pop rocks in them. Oh, they're pop rocks inside the Oreos. Oh shit! That's why they're calling them firework uh, Oreos <laughs> with popping candy. And we got birthday. Oh, dude, I love you gotta have the anything birthday. birthday cake flavored. I am all about. Well, aside from it being your birthday, it had to be birthday anyway. So right. <laughs> There's a lot of detail and love just in the presentation here. Right. Yeah. Christina really spent a long time on this, dude. I got a a Star Wars sucker. Right. Which is fucking cool. It's well, green you ha- with Yoda. Well, he had one, but now you don't have to borrow mine. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have a Darth Vader. Oh, no. This is Kylo Ren. What is it? It's a Kylo Ren sucker. Oh, there you go. So a Yoda and a Kylo Ren sucker. There you go. Oh, fucking awesome. I probably won't open in them. your mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was telling Christina. I was like, he's probably not going to open any of this shit. I probably will open the pencils because I got Star Wars pencils. What's I this? I don't fucking know what that is. It turns on. <laughs> it turns on. It's a bracelet. Some kind of light up bracelet so I don't get taken and I don't know why. They, I don't even know what the fuck that is. And then I got. It's probably someone just trying to capitalize in on Star Wars. Some more uh, uh, tube. It says tube topper. With candy. Tube topper? It says tube topper. I don't remember seeing that. Let me look at this shit. Oh, yeah, it's anal lube. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, it's tube trooper. Great. Well, well then we're set for tonight. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Kelly, you better be ready. He's coming in. He's coming in hot. Copy that right And later. I got some Star Wars checks mix. Right. We got you two bags because we figured Kelly might want one. Oh, man. I'm set for movies. Dude, this is like... Get high fucking box 101. <laughs> Grow and glow zombies. Right. That Those sounds were a little impor- risky. It's, it's important. <laughs> uh, don't ask. <laughs> Turns into a dildo. <laughs> what doesn't these days? <laughs> yeah, I know. I use everything. Literally, Star Wars, anything you could think of is in this box. Star Wars SpaghettiOs. Right. I was like, I bet he won't even eat those. I probably won't. I'm <laughs> such a freak about shit like that. I got a play pack. A color book. Yay. Yeah, there you go. You could color your fucking dreams in there. I probably will open this. <laughs> yeah, go for it, dude. This must have been quite the scavenger hunt. You didn't just go down to it, Star Wars Mart and find all this in no, one spot. No, it was like so. several different stores. Uh, pretty much a lot of different stores. She got those for us to drink. They're Star Wars cups. Yeah, they Star Wars And I was Wars like, you know, with- Dakota's coming. She's like, God damn it. <laughs> she was like, I'll just put them in the box. <laughs> so there's Star Wars cups with R2-D2. Yeah, you can make your little drinks. Drinky drinky. We got some, what are these, cards? Yeah. Yeah, let's speed it up here, buddy. It's All right, not so your- we got trading cards. <laughs> it's your fucking birthday. We also have... Everybody's like, really? They're going through everything in the box. A Chewbacca journal. This is right. awesome, dude. The artwork on this is fucking awesome. I'm, I'm just, I got some Crest toothpaste. Yeah, with Yoda with, on with it. With Yoda and Darth Vader. And we also got some bubbles with a stormtrooper on Yeah, you can blow those with Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> or your neighbor, or wherever. <laughs> we got another can of soup They're here. wireless. <laughs> what do we got? What kind of kid soup is this? It's badass is what it is. Chicken. I'm, or oh, no, I don't know what it is. What is it? Is it pea soup? That'd be funny. Clam choda. Oh, I get it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's chicken noodle. Chicken, chicken noodle. noodle? Okay. I like me some chicken noodle. They should have done green pea, you know? Oh, that would have been good. You could, like, <laughs> literally soak up Yoda, whatever it is. Blended I, Yoda. There's also a Star Wars puzzle, which looks pretty badass. Yeah, I'm sure it's it's probably the most complicated puzzle you'll ever make. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, the pieces are, like, huge. Yeah, he's like, I give up! <laughs> he just burns the house down. He's all angry. And I have Star Wars gum. They're Trident, yeah. The trident We are not sponsored by them, by the way. With Kylo Ren. Another Star Wars with a Stormtrooper on it. And this, I'm, I'm probably never going to open this. That one's badass. That's this the one I was badass. talking about. Yeah. I was like, he's not going to open that. No. It has a Stormtrooper on it. Fucking badass. Imperial logo on the back. We got another box. A box within a box. Yep. What's in this box now? What's in the box? What's in the box? Hey, what's in there? <laughs> I was so close to the original Dakota. <laughs> God, I was like, I felt like Brad Pitt was in the room. <laughs> so Patrick's slowly opening the greasy box. Well, he he literally put three lines of tape over it. I yeah. don't know why there's three. 
Strips of tape. We're gonna make sure it's shipped correctly. Oh, it's a movie. What is it? What uh, is it? Oh, you fucking bought it for me. You fucking <laughs> rock. I was looking at this movie while we were at HorrorCon. I was like, you know. He was at the Severn booth. It's BMX Bandits. Right. With with Nicole Kidman. Yeah. <laughs> Which, if you haven't seen this movie, it's like pure 80s gold. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. At the height of the popularity of BMX biking, this movie came out. And uh, it's, it's pretty rad. I gotta be honest with you, though. I went to go back on Saturday to get it for you, and I totally fucking got drunk and shit-faced. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, they closed the convention at some point as I'm like sitting out. I was talking to Brian Polito, actually, with my buddy Nick, and and uh, we were having a really good conversation about just about everything. And then I was like, oh fuck. The, they were like, yeah, they closed it up. And I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> so I ordered it online. Oh shit. Well, hey, how much did you spend on it? $20 extra. Oh. It was, so it was 40 bucks. Really? No. <laughs> It doesn't maybe, matter how much it costs, just fucking watch it. I'm going to watch the shit out of it, my friend. Yeah, dude. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. Happy You're birthday, good. brother. Thank you. What'd you bring, Dakota? No, I'm fucking... <laughs> oh! I'm totally kidding, dude. I should have probably told you, but I don't know. But no. it's, it's birthday's not for a while. Dakota anyway. hooked me up quite a bit, actually, last month. He hooked me up oh, yeah, with not only that. a amp... But a 70s Technics turntable. Yeah, that shit's badass. And Patrick drove, and I hooked him up on the way over, too. So, yeah. <laughs> a little handy. You still got a little bit of right here. There you go. There you go. <laughs> anyway, man. Happy birthday, brada. Thank now, you, my Now friend. you can spend the next half hour trying to put that shit back in the box. <laughs> right. You're, like, describing everything. I'm like, everybody's like, Jesus Christ. You're going to have to fucking suck it up, people. It's his fucking birthday. You owe him. No, Christina went crazy, dude. She, obviously. She yeah. loves these little projects, man. She just fucking goes nuts. The box so. looks awesome. I fucking love it. Yeah, she spent like two days doing that. So I farted in the box. I don't know if you caught that. <laughs> that was a special little added gift. A little, did you catch that? <laughs> I did. I yeah. thought I smelled she like smelled, beans. Like, I call it a Yoda gift. Like, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right, guys. So now we're going to go ahead and jump into the flash potato segment of... It's an after-school special. Yeah. Pat's After School Special. Stay tuned, the bell's ringing. We're gonna head on into the flesh and potatoes. Sit down, everyone. guys welcome to class sit down everyone open your pages to idle hands thank you (laughs) no we're gonna be talking about idle hands patrick picked these two movies why'd you pick these two movies patrick because they have to do with a certain subject matter that was very near and dear to your heart dead people dead people oh you mean pot oh wait what are you talking about (laughs) smoke pot it's very uh it's like your childhood pot thing right <laughs> what, what do you keep on saying pot for i don't know what you talking about pot <laughs> no one here Weed. i don't even know what that is uh yeah what about heroin you it's like you just blew that off all of a sudden <laughs> <laughs> like can't we shoot up anymore patrick <laughs> shit someone's like oh <laughs> why did they say that <laughs> Uh, lift off. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, so we're going to be talking about Idle Hands. When did it come out, Patrick? 1999. 1999, eh? Just right. on the cusp of the end of the world. Right? What'd you guys do in the year 2000, by the way? In the year 2000? <laughs> I don't know. You don't remember? I did a lot of things. I don't know. What about you? you I remember on New Year's, I was scared shitless that like everything was going to turn its asshole inside out. So I sat home and missed like the biggest party of, you know, literally oh. the century. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I remember my girlfriend and I, who had been together for six and a half years, broke up and she was banging one of my friends and I didn't have any other friends. So I went to that party. That was fun. Oh. And I was like, well, the world's going to end and I'm just going to say, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll die alone, you motherfuckers! 
Anyway, I remember I really my, felt that way. Yeah, I remember my mom being so fucking freaked out about the year 2000. That, she's like burning the computers in the house. Right. She's like, she didn't want me to leave the house. And she like, to the, to the point, I don't know if I should say this. Uh, she ended up buying me some beer so I wouldn't go out and party. Really? Yeah. What? So what? I, I don't know. I was underage. So. How many years ago was that? <laughs> it was, yeah, a while ago. 15 years? Because so you're good. She, right. So my, she bought us a like a 24 to us kids. I mean, we, we weren't you were super like little. We, we weren't little. We you were 13. like 11? We were like 18. <laughs> we were all like 18. And so like a case of 30 beers for us was like the mother load. So we pretty much just sat inside all night and uh, made a beer mid and so, uh, watched movies. So was this the movie that came out right before the end of the world? Yeah, it was actually. Is it? April 30th. So it was like that year. But, you know, everybody was panicking, what, that whole year? Right. Oh, my God, the clocks are going to end, the computers are going to turn backwards, and everyone's going to implode! <laughs> well, they're worried about nuclear missiles launching and all that stupid shit. Dude, they hired so many people to do that shit, and it didn't even matter. Right. Isn't that fucking weird? <laughs> like, think about that. It yeah. is. That was expensive to pull all those old cobalt programmers out of mothballs and pay them a fortune to fuck with the clock. <laughs> Well, the movie was directed by Rodman Flender, which is such an odd name. It really is. And you know who he worked under? Who? The little director or producer we talked about last year, or last episode last year. Pff, Roger Corman. Oh, okay. Well, go figure. He also did The Unborn. Yeah, he, that was his debut. Yeah, which is actually not a bad film. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, he did Leprechaun 2 as well. Yep. And it was uh, produced by Andrew Lynch. Jeffrey A. Muller, written by Terry Hughes and Ron Milber. Milbauer. Milbauer. This movie also stars Devin Sawa from such movies as Final Destination. Right, big ones there. SLC well, Punk. I wish I don't know why he never continued on with that. He didn't die, right? No. Have you seen him of late, though? Yeah, no, I haven't. He actually, he kind of got this Mickey Rourke vibe going on. I don't know. Really? Weird. It's really weird. What, do you get into, like, chain smoking and fucking... I guess, A dude. lot of drugs? Yeah. Is he a I'm... wrestler? <laughs> right. <laughs> Not wrestlers are fucking chain smoking drug addicts, but I'm just saying, it reminds me of, what's his name from The Wrestler? Right. Mickey yeah. Rourke. Mickey Rourke, yeah. Right. Well, we also have other stars in this movie, of course. Like Seth Green. And if who's you don't that? know who's Seth Green, he was... Uh, and Austin Powers played Dr. Evil's kid. Right. Which I can't remember his kid's name. Scott. Scott. Chris on Family Guy? Yeah. Uh, Chris on Family Guy. There's another good yeah. one. Yeah. The, yeah there's... Also, uh, Robot Chicken. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's done a lot of shit. Most right. people know who the fuck he is. And if you don't know this, which I found it kind of interesting, he also oh, yeah. he does the voice for Howard the Duck and Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Which is, I think it was at the end scene, right, where you see him? Yeah. Like it was one well, of they show him, I think, once in the middle of it, but I don't remember. But he was still in, like, his little hibernation chamber where the collector had him in. Right. I wasn't right. a big fan of his voice, to be honest. Anybody else feel me on that? On Howard the Duck's voice in Guardians of the Galaxy? I have to go back and listen to That's it That's one of those things you kind of want to nail. You test a lot of people out for. Right. But they were probably like, eh, fuck it. You know, it's, like, not a movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Like, is Seth Green gonna be Howard the Duck? I don't know. So we also have Eldon Henson, who's also from such movies as The Mighty Ducks. Mm -hmm. uh, he was in the new series Daredevil on Netflix, and, and the Butterfly Effect, which I thought and the was Butterfly right. Effect, also Lords of Dogtown. He was the kid that got his hand blown off. Remember? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He went in the mailbox, and then like popped his hand or some shit. Wasn't right. it? Butterfly uh, yeah. Effect was a cool movie, though. It anyway. was. And we also have. Vivica A. Fox. Such movies as Independence Day, Booty Call. Uh, she was also, what was her name in Kill Bill? Copperhead? I think it was Copperhead. I can't remember. And there was another one in fucking... Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba. Right. I don't know why that's not in my stars. Which was like one of her first big sexy roles or something? I don't remember. Right. She was pretty young, dude. Watching oh, this, I was like, Jesus Christ, everybody's really young in this movie. Super, super young. Because she played the cop in fucking Machete. Right. I remember everybody was like, oh my God, she's going to get naked. And then like, and it was like, she just stood just in the right way. And I remember there being reports about her talking about it online about it too. They were like, she was like, yeah, I will never get naked as long as my father's alive. Oh really? Yeah. Because like he would disown her or something like that. 
Oh, damn. He wouldn't want to destroy her. So she's probably like, even if it's 80, she's probably just going to be like, yeah! <laughs> like, her, she thinks she's got tassels on, but it's really just her flappy nipples. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm out of control. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. It just sounds like a, bo- a bowl of jello, like slapping against a bag. <laughs> oh, man. Dude. <laughs> they're like tying in knots around each other i'm sorry go okay. <laughs> i'm out of control dude you i'm sorry man are way out of control my everybody's way. gonna be like that sexist piece of shit all right so this movie let's sum it up for you when slacker teen anti-tobias has his right hand possessed by a demonic force he finds that life gets a lot more interesting so pretty much that's all it says it's just a- yeah you don't really need much of a story on this it's not like hamlet Right. <laughs> it's not Hamlet by any means, no. but it is one of those movies I saw when I was younger that just kind of stuck with me through the years, you know. Me what did f- you think about it, Dakota? This is a like a, a hilarious to me stoner comedy where, you know, you've got this brilliant sign soundtrack with Rob Zombie and Sublime and two and all these other great bands at the at time. At the time, yeah. At the time. Yeah. And, you know, also a story about, you know, bros and friends coming together and right. getting the girl. So with all these things combined, it was almost like it was our breakfast club. Like right, this was right. a really important movie and, and it has really? a high rewatchability for me, you know, and these these ninety stoner comedies have a, a special place in my heart. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. Okay. What about you, Patrick? Come on. I, I'm Before on the same... I shit all over it. Right. <laughs> I know Alex is going to shit all over this movie. But I grew up loving this movie. Like he said, it's like a breakfast club. It's it's that near and dear to my heart. Yeah, well, I'll try to shit lightly. <laughs> Just lay a little nugget. It, was, it wasn't trying to be the best horror movie out there. And I it... like it. I'm not trying to make fun of it, man. But it's definitely a nostalgic thing for you guys. It's kind of like I miss Power Rangers. Power Rangers to you guys probably is a big deal, right? Right. Do you know what I mean? Depending on your age or whoever you are, Power Rangers might have hit with you more than it would me because I that was like almost like I'm old. In other words, <laughs> I like Cheerios. I don't like Honey Nut Cheerios. <laughs> uh, anyway, get off my lawn. <laughs> Sorry, there was a couple of unique aspects, like, and I don't know if you'd think about this initially, but the choreography of his hand, like, that was done really well. Oh, no, he did a really good job. You know, I thought that was, in in re-watching it recently, I hadn't thought about that before, and I thought that was pretty cool, and that might have been hard to do. What's your point of reference on that? Right. Maybe Evil Dead? Yeah, good point. Very good point. I'm sure he probably watched that. I mean, they did pay, uh, like, a little bit of homage to a couple movies. They had one on TV. It was Dawn of the Dead. Oh yeah, on yeah, the yeah. TV, right? And uh, which not you only don't Dawn normally of the Dead. see. You always see Night of the Living Dead. You never see Dawn of the Dead. So they actually had to get the rights, probably, just to put that on. Anton was actually watching that at his house, right? And the irony of the two zombies sitting there smoking weed, watching this zombie movie, and just you know not freaking out. I enjoyed that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. dude. There was some funny parts in it. I mean, I did laugh. Uh, I think like when he goes up to that dude from Event Horizon. I can't think of his name right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The truck driver kid that's, like, older, like, three years older don't than everybody. Don't let him touch my Ford. Yeah, don't <laughs> let him touch my Ford, baby. Uh, he was all, like, he goes, like, Devin Sawa's, like, characters, like, going like this. He's like, yeah. he's like, what do you do? A little uh, two-pocket shuffle? A little two-ball shuffle? And I was like, oh, my God. Just his face, like, Devin Sawa's face and him just doing the fucking, like, jerking his arm and shit. I was like, Jesus right. Christ. Uh, there was some cool stuff, though. I thought he did a pretty good job for the, like, animated hand. And he was doing multiple things. So it was like, you... That's kind of like thinking on two different levels at the same time. Like two your, different characters? Like, yeah, like, because he's got this other hand that's, like, fighting. And I, I don't know how hard that would be, but I, there was some pretty cool stuff that they did. Oh, yeah. Like, he flips over the rail at that girl's house and then rolls up and hits the button. <laughs> yeah, that and then he's, good. like, sticking his foot on the door. And I was like, damn, how did he... I was, like, trying to figure out how he did it, so I gotta give him credit there. Like I said, I just love the camaraderie of the friends, you know? Yeah. Greasy, skeevy, stoner comedy. It's just, you know, it's just something I know, and something I, it's, you know, part I got of my... compared to the Cheesy Poof guy, so... Really? The fucking, yeah, he's like, oh, you're like that dude! Or like, I was, when I had to go to jail for fucking a DUI, which sucked... Uh, I had to go to Tent City in Arizona, and one of the guys there was like, you're like the cheesy poof, dude. I was like, fuck you, man. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I'm sure you didn't say that. No, no. We all were friends. 
dude, we thought life was over at that point because our life was fucked. We were laughing so much in jail, dude. I was like, we were laughing and in the middle of this really big laugh that everyone in the tent was laughing about stuff because we were just making jokes left and right. Uh, I was like, I was like, we're laughing so hard and our lives are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and they all, dude, we fucking were crying. We were laughing so hard. That's anyway, great. anyway, yeah, they called me the cheesy poof guy. Oh, wow. I was like, God damn it. Of all the fucking names, I got to get in fucking jail. <laughs> I'm going to get raped. <laughs> Anyway, so what about the characters? What do you guys think about the characters in this? Like, what is your favorite character, Dakota? I mean, aside Jessica Alba. Oh. For the well, time. Then otherwise I didn't really care for the film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was kind of a starlet, right? Right. The three boys kind of are all playing, you know, the same part, so there's not maybe a favorite among the three for me, but but I like that. And like like uh, uh, Pat was talking about, the, the camaraderie and the brothers and, you know, would you guys still hang out with me if I killed you? Right. Like, those are good friends. That's a, that's a, <laughs> right. I like how they come back, but the parents didn't. You know what I mean? Like, well, because they you didn't, know they're, they're too lazy to go to heaven. Right. It was too fucking. It was far. far. Yeah, <laughs> that's that is funny. Okay, I get it. Uh, I I kind of thought it was funny when like Jessica Alba's character when he was like going over to her house and he went inside and like. All this, like, his arm is just so animated. <laughs> and she's just like, oh, he, how you doing? You know, like, nothing's happening with his right arm. Right. Oh, especially when he, like, starts to choke her out and he has to bite his hand. Yeah, he choked <laughs> her out and she was like, what's going on? But that was clever. He's, you know, wrapping his hand up and tying it off to the bed. He's like, no, we're doing this one way or the other. I got a plan. <laughs> right. Well, one of the things I thought about in comparison to today's day and how things have changed so drastically with, like, film and, like, what is acceptable and what is not. Like, there's a scene where he grabs her by the ass. Oh, and, like, straight lifts her up. Yeah, like, he just, hand. like, fucking palms her butt, like, really hard. And then he's like, she's like, ooh. She's like, you know, I really like that you did that and you took the risk. I was like, this is how rape happens. Like, like that's what I was thinking when I, I was like, this shit would not fly right. in today's world. But that, that, you know, the film, again, was relatable. Haven't we all had that hand that's, you know, kind of got a mind of its own and it's grabbing ass or, you know, right. my hand's really sensitive about right. losing to Halo and it throws that's a the good controller point. across the room. I didn't do it. Right. That's a good point. But the fact, I think it was more the reaction that she had. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. almost like tempting guys that were like, yeah, I could do yeah. that and get away with that. I'm just saying. Dang, I'm comparing it today. I'm not talking about... Yeah, anyway. <laughs> just because you guys are cool with rape doesn't mean I am. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Too bad, Alex. <laughs> Sorry, that's so fucking... Oh, man. Dancing too hard on that line, dude. But, yeah, you know what? I, I, I really love the soundtrack to this movie. I mean, even all the cheesy songs. Everything... I, it, maybe you're right. It's nostalgic. It totally is. But like all those I missed songs, it just by a little bit, man. All those songs just like make me feel good. Like I want to wake up to that song that he wakes up to. Every day I could do that. Dude, I was like balls deep in like hardcore and metal at that time. So that's like a huge gap of music that I didn't really catch. Right. Like I was like into hardcore music and metal and like finding all these new bands cuz like there was like at the time you could like order discs and shit. So right. I missed a lot of that. But we're, you know, it's a little bit of an age gap. Well, like the way I was with music is—is is this the way I am with everything else? It's I—I don't not necessarily confined to one, you know, streamline of music or one fucking click or scene or yeah. whatever. What are you trying to say, Patrick? Like I don't know. Maybe expand <laughs> expand your listening. Oh come on, man! I listen to everything. I'm no, just no, I'm just fucking joking. But oh, I'm just saying right. that's just the kind of guy I am. I have, I'm into a little bit of everything. Sure, man. No, I I totally agree. My playlist on any given day—that's what it is. It's nostalgic. Like I love all that stuff. The so, '90s stuff. The '90s stuff. Yeah, and you know, uh, particularly those uh, songs in that movie. But I, you know, in general, like all of the music I listen to. For the most part, is nostalgic. Like I'm really into Black Ops. They used to be so good. Ha! <laughs> Funny. <laughs> they used to be. Yeah. Sucks now. I think Kiss they went pop or something. <laughs> I think they're doing like pop. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> but no, it's interesting to see like for you guys a little bit from your perspective than mine, because I missed that. So and I I thought it was an okay movie. It's definitely a '90s movie. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a total 90s movie. It's got all that kind of humor in there. Seth Green was pretty decent in it and everything, but I just... 
There was some funny cool bits in it. I thought it was there was some stuff. But I just I don't know, man. Like there was only one good laugh for me in that. And maybe it just didn't age well for me and I laughed earlier on. I don't know. Sorry, guys. It's okay. You guys can fill in the gap that I leave in your heart. <laughs> <laughs> I shit on your dreams. <laughs> do you uh do you have any other factoids? I got some factoids for you. Yeah. Let's get out these factoids. Don't you shimmy I down. noticed uh the the main girl, Jessica Alba, her friend that she goes to the dance with that's running around that gets hung later, that's the girl from... Oh, Exper- the butterfly effect? She yeah, was in yeah, that she's, she's the girl from the butterfly effect. Huh. Oh, shit, I didn't even notice that. That's interesting. Oh, shit. So two characters from this movie, or two actors from this movie... We're in the butterfly we're effect. We're in the butterfly effect. Huh. You know, the neighborhood that they shot this in, you guys know what it is from? Why? It was the same neighborhood they used to film... In the 19... What does that come out? 1978 Halloween movie? The first Halloween movie? Really? Haddonfield? Uh-huh. But it wasn't Haddonfield. No, it so was the same. It's Chicago. It, that's what it. That's where I read. Is it Chicago? They didn't really tell you where it's at. I can't remember. I remember we talked about it when we watched the first Halloween. Because we did it for a Halloween episode, and I just can't think of what the name of the town is. But, yeah. So it was the same town that they shot that movie, Halloween in. The neighborhood, at least, yeah. Huh. Interesting. The same hand that appears in the Adams family, uh-huh. which is the hand of uh, what's the magician's name, Christopher Hart. Okay, is the same hand that's in Idle Hands. Oh, they were like, might as well get the good guy. Right. You're talking about the 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 movies. The movies, yes, yeah. the 1991 Adams movies. family and Adams family values. Right. Yeah. <laughs> which Christopher uh, Christ- Christopher Lloyd said was one of his favorite roles. Yeah. We actually got to see him at Comic-Con when he said that, and I was like, I was blown away. I was like, really? Because that is probably one of my favorite roles that he's done, too. He did a good job. He I really always, did. I mean, obviously, everyone's going to say Back to the Future, in my opinion. But that one's definitely a notable one, in my opinion, too. I almost like Fester more than I like Doc. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know what it, I mean, because he's it's, it's just, I don't know, whimsically creepy. <laughs> it's just interesting. Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like he's all over the place. Right. Like he's like a meth addict or some shit like with a, with some weight. Yeah, he was way better <laughs> in the second movie, of course. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Cuz the first one he was kind of like well, he got his to be role fast. going. Right, right. But yeah, so the same guy, Christopher Hart? Yeah. Did that. That's cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I was like There's some pretty cool camera tricks with that though, I thought. Oh yeah, dude. The part where, you know, Anton mixes the nutmeg and the oregano together. Right. And then he, he, like, chokes out and goes to the kitchen. Like, that was all him. Like, anything, when he started washing his mouth off, that was all off the top of his head. That wasn't scripted. Really? So he was just kind of running with it. Right. Like, he actually, that was real dish soap, too, that he squirted his mouth. Oh, I was wondering that. I was like, I wonder if it's just, like, some lemon juice or something. No, it was real dish soap. Like, that's, I wouldn't do that. Ugh. That makes my mouth, like, ugh. Right. Another kind of interesting thing, uh, the guy who plays uh, Randy, the guy with the, the Ford. Yeah. And uh, Tanya, the girl that gets cut up by the vents. Right. Were actually siblings, and they didn't know about it until they did the movie together, and they found what? out. Right. That's crazy, That's dude. super crazy. I didn't know that. That's pretty weird. How how odd. Right. Uh, the, one of the They sc- were like, we hooked up, too. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was banging in the back of his truck. <laughs> Another interesting factoid, uh... You know the part where the two police officers, where they come in and they're like, put your hands up. He's like, I can't look over the kneading needles. <laughs> put the kneading needles down. Anyways, when they, he kills them and like uh, his friend's like, go, go, Buffalo. Apparently there's a scene that was edited out, but they were the high school's mascot that was a buffalo. Oh, yeah. I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? And one was the head and one was the ass. Oh. So, yeah, I would like to see that. But uh, that was cut. Yeah, and that guy, the skinnier guy of the two, of the two officers, is Roach from People Under the Stairs. Oh, shit, I thought he looked familiar. Yeah, he's I, I the couldn't guy. Put my Either on that it. or he's one of the brothers. Also, this film was also delayed because of the subject matter and what happened around that time period, which was the Columbine shooting. So they thought I was a little too over the top for the... Yeah, for the time. Interesting. Yeah, I, I mean that was a. I remember that. You remember? Oh, of course. Yeah, like I, it's not something you forget. <laughs> I remember. I was no longer to wear allowed to wear my trench coat to school though. Yeah, that was well. And he had the Bachman books. 
Was it? I think it was a... Wasn't it Stephen King, his, like, fake name that they had in the locker? Yeah, that's his pen name. I think one of those books was in his locker, in that one of the kids' lockers. Oh, oh really? And they said, because there's a there's a story in the Stephen King Bachman books, I believe it's the Bachman books, where a kid holds the, ki- the whole class hostage, I think, with a gun. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it was, like, this really crazy story. So I'm not 100% sure. Huh. But I think that I th- I think that's right. It's been a while since I've thought about that. But yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Um, another interesting little factoid: uh, the gym they used in this movie was also used for Jawbreaker and uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The that movie. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the movie in forever. Right. It, and the movie is way better than. I series. wouldn't know the difference between the gyms. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> they all look the same, right? <laughs> they really. It do. was in Teen Wolf too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the same one. <laughs> So what what were some of your favorite uh, parts in the movie? Like, do you guys have a favorite scene? We'll pick one each. Wait, wait, one one little thing more. One okay. little tidbit. Oh, I'm sorry. The part where he runs into the fast food place. Right. Right. And he's like, break time. And Jungle guy, Burger. Yeah, yeah. And the guy's like, he's like, break time. And he's like, all right. You know who that guy was? Who? That was the guitarist from Blank 182. Really? Yeah. Weird. I was thinking, you know, it's funny. I, the whole time we've been talking about this. I was like, all the small small things. Yeah, I was thinking of that song for some reason, because it's around that time. And talking about being old, the other day I was listening to the radio. Someone's actually covered a Blink-182 song. (laughs) That's when you know you're getting old, when you're like, the music you grew up listening to is now being covered by new bands. Oh, man. Mm. So what do you think? What do you guys think is your favorite scene? Dakota, what do you got? You know, I really liked it. You were talking about having the guy from Blink-182 be in the movie. I really enjoyed that the band playing at the high school dance was the actual offspring in their prime. Covering the Ramones. Right. But I I thought that was pretty good. My favorite scene has to be probably the very end of the movie where his girlfriend is about to... Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen this already. The hand has got her tied to the top of the car in the auto shop right and it's on the lift and she's getting like pushed up to the ceiling where there's a big paint pentagram painted and anyways there's a point where he's like trying to fucking stop the hand from pushing down the crank to save his his girlfriend which is the hand is inside a puppet at this point (laughs) it's really funny and his friends like find this bong what did they call it it's Mighty Joe Bong? Mighty Joe Bong, yeah. It's Mighty Joe Bong. <laughs> and they start hitting it, and they're like, really, right now? And he's like, for strength. <laughs> yeah, I know. And she's like, seriously, you're, you're smoking with your friends? Right. <laughs> it's a joke about body humor. Though. Right. And so he takes, like, you know, he's, like, pissed off, and he's still trying to, and then he just starts hitting the bong like a beast. He's and you're like, like, that's oh, damn, it. He's yeah. in the spirit. Yeah. yeah, now you're taking Anton time. And he, he freaking clam bakes the puppet, and you just see the little eyes roll back into its head and roll over and get off the crank and uh, yeah that's probably my favorite scene in the movie I, I, mine's a continuation of that so spoiler alert on this was at the very end she throws the knife across the room oh, and yeah. it sticks into Seth Green it sticks into the hand into Seth Green's chest and then just poofs and he's like that's it really <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like way cooler than that like what <laughs> Like, I don't know, I just thought that was funny. Other than the one I said earlier, which is the jack-off scene. Right. Where he's like, well, you're playing a little two-ball shuffle there, huh? Another great scene, or maybe a line, I should say. Not so much. I, mean, I guess it's a small scene. But uh, there's a point where he's trying to cut off his hand. And he's like, hey, Mick, grab me, grab me that carver over there. Right. And he grabs the carver, and he's like, oh, look at me. I'm Leatherface. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a really good scene for me. All right. What about you? Any you other any scene other for you, Dakota? Uh, there, there was a there was a lot of good parts in that movie, but it's kind of one you know endless fart joke too. So they're right, right, right. all together, but <laughs> it, it it really is kind of like one big fart joke. Seriously, no, well, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, overall, I think it was a good movie, but I don't know. It's not like I don't like it. I don't cherish it as much as like you guys do, maybe, and maybe a lot of other people. I know a lot of people love that movie, but I don't know. It's just not. I for would me. like to see a sequel. Real, I don't know if they're going to do a sequel. I don't think they ever will. Devin Sawa comes back. He's like shooting up heroin this time. He's got to well, cut his other hand like, off. I would, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would like to see him as the Druid, as what's-her-name's character in the movie now, hunting down the hand. Oh, yeah, I guess it kind of would make sense. But he doesn't do sequels. All right. Well, he, he, doesn't he didn't do, much do Final of Destination 2, so yeah. yeah. Well, Last thing I heard he was doing was that show Nikita. Yeah, and heroin. And heroin. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally making that up. I have no idea. 
But you make it sound like he's like in a dark place. Is he like know. all buff, like Mickey? Roy? Yeah, he's big. He's a big dude uh, now. Never mind, Jevin. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, one of the other movies that we wanted to talk about that Class you Class of Newcom High. Yes, Class of Newcom High, which I actually really like this. Still, like it's weird. I hadn't seen it in forever. I wasn't expecting a lot, and I actually had a really good time watching it. Oh yeah, I loved it. It was like back when a time when you know trauma was kicking ass, man. Yeah. They really were. What were some of your favorite trauma films? Oh, I don't know, man. I have so many for so many years, you know. Right. Like, I feel like we can't say Toxic Avenger. No, you definitely can. That is one of my favorite. I like Toxic Avenger. I like Part Two as well. And I thought you like Terror Firmer a lot, Patrick. Yeah, Terror Firmer was awesome. I've always been a fan of uh, Tromeo and Juliet. I thought that was a really good one. Which I haven't seen that. You not what? I haven't seen that. That's I like, gotta go to watch me, it. That's like one of the last best fucking trauma films. I'm watching it tonight. No offense to trauma. I mean, I haven't seen them all, so it's that's where I kind of left off, I guess. What year did this come out, Patrick? This movie came out in 1986. It was directed by Richard W. Actually, it was directed by a couple different people. It was one of them was Richard W. Haynes, then Michael Hers, and Lloyd Kaufman, of course. I guess a. Uh, Lloyd Coffin was credited under the name Samuel Well, or Welly, which is weird, which I don't know why he would go under his own name and go under that. Well, there's a lot of different actors in the movie. I thought they did pretty good, but the story is kind of a jumbled mess a little bit. Essentially, the town of Tromaville has a Tromaville High School, and it's directly next to what you'd expect a Tromaville High School to be next to, a, a nuclear power plant. Power plant. Yeah. They treat it as like it's no big deal, and they and they even make jokes about it, like it's only a quarter of a mile away from the school. It's <laughs> like that's not like that dangerous mile, at that's all. So yeah. far away. Yeah, if there was a nuclear meltdown, it's I, I believe it's like a hundred miles. Right, a hundred miles within a in circular radius, like so. Yeah, that's very dangerous to be next to. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, I remember when I was a kid, I saw one for the first time in my one of my family's like my relatives' backyard. Like, we walked out, and they had one in the right next to them. Two big stacks. Really? And I was like, what? Like, that's kind of scary. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but anyway, the story is a endearing tale about a woman and a man who... No, um, <laughs> the pupils at a high school next to a nuclear power plant start acting and looking strange after buying contaminated drugs from a plant worker. Wow. Plant worker sells it to some... What were they, honor society kids that turned into punk kids? I think they were like the <clears throat> debate club or... No, it was the honor society, I believe. Oh, the honor society, okay, yeah. yeah. We're like, what happened to you? You were in the honor society. <laughs> and now they're like these like thugs, you know right. what I mean? Because the power plant changed them, technically. What did you guys think about this movie in particular? I liked how they sort of parodied, you know, 1980s... Uh, teen movies at the time in 1986. Right. Looking at, you know, re-watching it now, it seems like a parody, but they were doing it in, in the real time there, so, you know, that's where uh, Kaufman there is kind of a unique individual and ahead of the time sometimes. Yeah, no, oh, I, think, sure. I think I think this is a better movie than I don't know, like, they kind of were like, let's just make anything. This felt like it had so much more I don't know, heart to it, maybe? Yeah. Then I remember, and, and I, I know I need to catch up on a lot of the trauma films, but I don't know. That was one that I was like, I never really remember. It had been a long time since I seen this, so I thought it was. Uh, I thought it, you're right. I mean, it does kind of parody itself in a way, but I mean, which a lot of the trauma films do, but they make fun of themselves like throughout the whole thing. But yeah, no, I thought that the, there was a soundtrack in it that was kind of cool. They did some like cool synth wave stuff. What's going on? Yeah. The Tromo House, what was it? A Nukem House? Uh, yeah. Something like that. What's going on? I just remember hearing that song, like, because I was watching the Blu-ray of it, and, like, every time I watched the special features, it had to go back to the main menu and hear that fucking song again. Right. And it's like, God, stop, stop it. Yeah, dude. There was a lot of funny little tropes in this movie that, like, your friends getting you high, and then, the, like, sex, and... Right. The creature effects in this fucking movie were fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I'm going to... Th- throw a little factoid out here since you brought the creature up do you know that that creature was an incomplete creature really all they had were feet hands and head so what did they do with the body then there was no body huh 
There was no body. What do you mean there was no body? I saw the body. It said the monster is never seen in a full shot. Oh, yeah, but they still, like, you could still see the shoulders. The costume was never finished. The only bits of the pieces they had were the hands, face, and legs. Hmm. Yeah, I felt like there was upper torso. I thought so, too, yeah. You know, maybe that could have been just some special effects and some lighting. Or maybe they just put ooze all over them. Right. But I, I do remember shoulders and arms and shit. Well, yeah, the arms and the, the head were complete. Well, I remember the shoulders and the chest and stuff. Because I, I kept, maybe I was it's looking just, at like it. the actual andaman part, like this part yeah. that wasn't complete. You know. Yeah, the like stomach and right genitals. <laughs> I wish they would have made the genitals work on this one. It's just kind of disappointing. Right. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Show me your genitals. <laughs> they didn't have Viagra back then, but yeah, now we can make them work. It would have been like nuclear Viagra. But no, I, I really fucking, I think one of the best, I mean, it, there's some really funny scenes in it. There's some cool gore in it, actually, like creative gore. And they always use the, some of the same scenes, you notice? Like, they always have the guy jumping out the window from Toxic Avenger. Right. Like, they always dress him up in the white shirt and the tan pants jumping out the window. <laughs> and it's the same scene. They do the same car flipping scene, too, in Trauma that I've noticed. Um, but yeah, the creature effects, there was like... Oh, quite a few really funny scenes in it some of it i was like man this is kind of edgy you know like oh yeah for its time even i think i had a hard time feeling bad for the the high school kid when the aggressive girl comes up and starts feeling his crank oh yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) she was kind of rough yeah (laughs) yeah well and it was weird there was like a couple characters that just popped up that were part of the gang that didn't make any sense i was like wait what i think that's partly because one of the main actresses that were in the movie was in a car accident. Oh, okay. And she couldn't complete filming. So I'm going into factoids now when we're talking about the movie, but... So yeah. they brought her back when she was better or something? No, she just had she just shot one scene, which is the last scene that you see ah, in the cellar the with the yeah. girlfriend. That's the only time that you see her in the whole movie. She was originally What was her name? To... Lauren Heather something? Her character's name was Taru. Taru, yeah. Yeah, but, Taru. But her real name is like Lauren Heather McMahon. That's her name. But I don't know, I just noticed that. I was like, she just, like, appeared. Right. Like, I don't even remember her, but I guess, yeah, if she was in an accident, that would make sense. So, when Chrissy goes to the hospital, and you hear over the loudspeaker, uh, Dr. Howard, Dr. Fine, Dr. Howard, they took those names from Larry Moe and Curly from the Three Stooges. Really? Really, those are some of the aliases they used a lot in the show. Huh. I believe particularly one time when they're impersonating doctors, you hit something with me there. Right. Oh, actually, uh, the guy who plays the main character... Yeah, Spike? Spike. And one of the other actresses actually started a relationship on set. Really? Yeah, I guess they met during the Toxic Avenger. Yeah, because he was in that too. And what he, he played Slug. Right, and we, it was kind of funny because I wanted to mention it when you were talking about, when we were talking about Idle Hands, when you were saying him grabbing her ass. Right. I guess they didn't know each other, and she was just new to acting when she came to do Toxic Avenger. And uh, they had a scene where they remember in the scene of uh, Toxic Avenger in their car, and they're doing talking about the point system, about running people over. Right, yeah. And he's in the back seat making out with that chick. He actually feels her up in real life, and she was, like, put off by it. But then she, like, liked it eventually oh rapey right it was a little rapey but it was like she liked it like i don't know she said she ended up she thought it was creepy at first but then liked it i, I don't can't know believe you had the balls to fill my ass up he, he full-on grabbed her titty she said end up but yeah now they're married and happily married for what like 20 plus years now oh uh, what a la- <laughs> that's crazy dude you're right all because he was a creep yeah <laughs> <laughs> if you'd never grabbed that titty just so you know rapist no i'm kidding <laughs> No, yeah, that's horrible. Like, but it, it just shows you the times now. It's completely different now. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, I'm sure it still happens. I'm not saying it doesn't. But what is acceptable or not is way different now. Yeah, the lines. Blurred. But but you know, hey, they got married. So. Yeah. So it's all kosher now. <laughs> Do you guys have any uh, favorite scenes about this movie? Oh yeah. Like, what is what is one of your favorites, Dakota? You know, you guys were talking about uh, the, how good the monster was in there, and I thought, especially in comparison, the the baby version of the monster and some of the other makeup. This isn't a big budget movie, but right. you know, in comparison, the monster was really, really good. And so the final boss battle where they got what looked like a, a legit for the time laser, they got like a Johnny Five laser out right, to yeah. defeat him. I thought that was awesome. I really enjoyed that. I just when I was watching that, yeah, I agree with you. I, I think I was watching that. I was like, you know, that laser's really big. 
what if it's just like a kitten laser? You know, like one of those little, <laughs> like that's that's the same power, but they had it like all juiced up. You know, it's like, hey man, things would change. You know? right. It's like the new one. He shoots them with a like kitten laser. I know they made like a third one. They made a Nukem class of Nukem High Volume One, new one. I haven't seen it yet. Either have I. Is three. Volume 1 a sequel to this one? It's a sequel to the second one or something. Or it's a remake. I can't remember. I still haven't seen it yet. You haven't, you've seen the second one. It's just been a while. The second one's with the giant fucking um, chipmunk. Oh, okay. Yeah, or yeah, squirrel. Yeah. All right. I faintly remember that. Much. That one was like uh, crazy. It was like Godzilla or something. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I was just so impressed with the creature like you, man. Like, I don't know why. It was just so unique. And, like, I was trying to think of all these different alien movies that I've seen that, you know, there's not that many that you see these creatures and you go, oh, that's really cool. Like, for whatever reason, that creature was really awesome to me. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It looked like a porcupine. It right. Was, yeah, it was weird. Like, I don't know. And its face was, like, really fucked up. It was like they really went over the top with that thing. They probably couldn't afford to pay anymore to make that thing. Right. But they did a good job of covering it up if it didn't have the torso part. Yeah, because I didn't even notice until I read in the, the facts on it. Right. Know? Well, it was animatronics in it and everything. Were there? Oh, for the mouth had movements? Been. Yeah, 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 had to have been. Yeah. Had to have been. Yeah. So, uh, and, the, and the, like you said, the little guppy baby one. It kind of reminded me of Freddy for whatever reason. I kind of took it as it was a sperm monster. Yeah, I felt a sperm there. Yeah. Well, Really? Because they had sex the night before, remember? Yeah, maybe you're right. I don't know. But it was like a baby, right? It was like a little sperm baby. It was a tadpole baby because... And she spit it out. It's true, yeah. Huh, I didn't think about that either. Yeah, it was a little sperm baby. (laughs) It reminds me... (laughs) It reminds me of another movie called The Suckling, which is about an aborted fetus that gets flushed down into the sewers and then becomes... Like a creature. I haven't seen that. that I haven't seen it in a long time, dude. but yeah, it's, it's 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 kind of along the lines of the trauma right. thing. So, what about you? What was one of your favorites? I think probably one of my favorite scenes was uh, where they're on the street and like the guy swallows like a uh, an Alka Seltzer to make it look like he's having an epileptic attack. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, "You gotta give me something so he doesn't swallow his tongue, uh, like uh, your purse." Yeah, something <laughs> leather, leather would protect him. Yeah. And so he gets the purse, and then like, he stands up and, like, beats the shit out of the old lady. Right. Like, <laughs> like I mean, you don't see I know it. it's horrible, but I laugh really hard. But you hard. went to all the trouble of this elaborate ruse and then just start beating the shit out of her. Yeah, I know. Right. He's just, like, pounding on her for, like, a good three minutes. Like, very nonchalantly, too. Yeah, and she just, like, she didn't even have it. I don't even think she had any marks on her face. She was just like, eh. <laughs> right. It was, like, very comic Right. Comical. It wasn't like gory or anything. No, no, no. Apparently, one of the CSI shows mm-hmm. copied that exact scene with the epileptic attack or whatever and the, the foaming of the mouth. Really? Yeah, to the T. Huh. Maybe that was a little homage. Yeah. I thought that was cool. It was From like, the producer or the writer or something. Right. Maybe he was really into trauma or something. Right. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, you know, James Gunn got his start there, so... Yeah. A lot of people appreciate it. One of my favorite scenes I like is when the Dewey kid, the good kid, who actually studies in class and shit, he goes to the water fountain, he drinks this like fucking toxic waste sludge. And then he and then he starts freaking out in the class, which is like whatever. He's like grabbing onto the guy and he's like, Hey man, just leave me alone, bro. But he's like doing it like really crazy. And then he jumps out the window and hits the ground and he starts shaking and his whole face starts like melting. Right. And you see its little eyes blinking. <laughs> it's like blinking, little eyes. That whole scene reminded me of, uh, which is one of my favorite scenes too, but I knew you were going to pick that one. What? Uh, but it reminded me of the Evil Dead, the first Evil Dead movie at the end. Sure, where yeah. The Evil Dead, where it's like you know, oh, it totally decaying did. Yeah. shit. Oh, I love shit like that. Or uh, uh, the Time Machine movie. It looked kind of live oh, yeah. action. It didn't. Oh, right. yeah. Oh, yeah, the you're right. melting away. Uh-huh. Yeah, when he goes into the time and he holds on to his arm or whatever, and his arm, like, is normal, but, like, his whole body starts to change and his face, like, turns into Like, him. yeah, all the claymation right. going on. Dude, it's so good. Who was that, by the way? Was that Julian Sands? In, in the, the original Time Machine? No, in the new... There was the remake you're talking about, right? They do that in both. They did that really well. In the yeah. old one, it was the claymation of the blue guy melting away, and then it was like the, the king of them in the oh, second one. Oh, you're right. Again, okay. melts yeah, yeah, away. Yeah, they yeah. did that well both times. Yeah, they didn't use claymation in Nukem, though. This was like... It seemed like they just... 
somehow melted the face away with something. Right. Like, I don't know what it was, but it, its little eyes were blinking, and its little <laughs> mouth was moving, and it's it just like, I don't know. It's cute. I don't give a wet fart, but they nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Do you notice later in the movie he says, I don't give a dry fart? I did catch that. <laughs> I was like, okay, what other kind of fart are you going to... Like, moist, maybe? or Yeah. That guy was actually a pretty fart. good actor. Like, they went that's... and got, like, a really shitty Arby's manager or something. Like, you're our guy. You know, that's actually that's actually the producer. Oh, really? That's Michael Hurst. Nice. Yeah, yeah. He's... Him and Lloyd were always in all the movies together. And he they all acted in it. Well, I think Lloyd pretty much just directed, for the most part. And Her- Michael Hurst was, like, money man. Right. Did you guys see that Lloyd is also in Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes, he's on. He's in both, I believe. I didn't even know that. In Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, he's one. He's up in the in the prison where everybody's wearing all the yellow suits and everything. He's up and he's like, yeah, yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, dude, I have to go watch it again now. Yeah, he just throws them in. Yeah, I've watched that movie so many fucking times. I've never seen. He, that. I've seen it. I've seen Lloyd Kaufman in some bigger movies too. Just randomly as like an extra, they just throw him in. It's weird. Like right. I, I can't remember what other movies I've seen him in, but yeah, I think James Gunn's like, yeah, I got to put him in here. <laughs> so it makes sense. I mean, the guy gave him his career pretty much. Oh like, yeah, he worked for it. I'm not saying he didn't, but he got him going. So, but yeah, man, I, I actually really like Nukem High, and I think uh, it. I don't know why I haven't had it in my collection or why I've not given it the time of day. I think I just got a little disappointed by some of the newer trauma movies. I felt like it was just missing a lot of heart. Right. And it was just like, what can we throw in a bucket and make a movie of? You know what I mean? Like, ah, well, let's put poop. And I was like, I don't know, you know, vomit? Is that good? Yeah, that works. And it's just like they stirred it up, and it's just not been the same, man. It's not been Toxic Avenger. Even Kabuki Man was pretty good. Yeah. Sergeant Kabuki Man? Oh, yeah. Like, I felt like that had the spirit of Toxic Avenger. And then they did, like, I think it was Citizen Toxie, where, like, Kabuki Man comes back. I just kind of lost touch. I'm definitely going to have to get them again. Yeah. I don't know why. Do you remember Surf Ninjas Must Die? Of course. I own it on VHS. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I I, I need to pick that up. I need to just go back through and just pick out all my favorite trauma films and just pick them up. Do you remember the movie Back to the Beach? No. Do you? No. There was, um, it was about, like, I forget what his name, there was, like, a couple back in the 60s that did, like, things together. It was, like, this guy and this girl, I can't remember, but I believe there's a scene with some surfers in it that always reminds me, like, they they got it from Surf Ninjas Must Die, or or Surf Nazis Must Die. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Did I say surf ninjas? I think you did. No, oh, like, wow. We, well, we got to record it. So. I knew what you meant. <laughs> yeah. so. That's all that matters. But yeah, surf Nazis must die. I believe that I feel like they took something from surf Nazis must die and put it in back to the beach. Okay. Because I don't know. It just feels like it. But one of the kids gets taken into this surf punk gang and they call him knife. And his dad's all like, oh, what's your name? Nice. That doesn't sound very cool at all. Like, he's like, no, knife, you know, knife. And he's like, no, I, yeah, I, nice. It's very nice. <laughs> I don't know. But it just reminds me of that for some reason. Yeah, man, I think those are fun. I, I think for me, Class of Nukem High wins the of the two for me. What about you guys? Idle Hands. Okay, you? Idle Hands. Just yeah? because I've seen it more. It has a, a, you know, a young teenage years specialness to it that... So that makes it all right a winner for me. Sure, absolutely. No, no qualms against that. I feel bad. I feel like the odd man out. You know, that's right. You're Mike this episode. Yeah, I mean, do you guys want to maybe watch? Uh, I don't know. We could watch some like kids movies next. No, I'm, I'm just fucking around. I'm just being a dick. <laughs> no, but man, it's been great. We had a birthday party. Uh, you got a bunch of shit. Yeah, Dakota's here. Fuck, man. We had a whole week with Dakota. Yay. Like, what the fuck, man? We've been talking about that for a while, too. Yeah. He's been wanting that for a long time, dude. This has been an absolute pleasure. I appreciate you gentlemen yeah, having man. me on. You'll definitely Fucking have to come fun. back, dude. I know you wanted to do uh, something with anime. Yeah, you guys do a horror anime special? I'm in on that. Yeah, I would like to touch on on some old ones like that nobody really talks about, like Biohunter. Oh, dude, Biohunter's one of my favorite. Um, what's that, man? Uh, Twilight of the Dark Master or some shit? I don't think I ever saw that. Dude, that's pretty cool, too. Ninja Scroll? Well, I don't know if that's necessarily horror. There's a lot of horror elements. When they cry. I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh, that's that's good. That's where they're all all cute and we're in high school together. And then dude just rips them apart. 
and then you know you don't find out till later why but then they're all back in high school again and then you go through this process where he rips them apart and it's it's a lot of fun to have it both be cute and totally violent well there's also blood a or blood c oh yeah 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 Jesse dude really that's some that violent one. shit it it has very long pieces but it's actually kind of cool that's the one that vash was upset about Oh, do you remember? He was yeah. like, that's just way too violent. Yeah. I can't watch stuff like that. I was like, dude, I'm like blown away. I want to watch this like right now. And he was like, that's dark, man. I was like, really? Like, I just wouldn't expect that. But anyway, yeah, Blood Sea is a really good one. I think it's Blood Sea, right? Yes, that is it. And they did another one. It was like later on, but it wasn't as good. Yeah, we'd have to pick some uh, some good ones. Some of them are really short. Like We would have to stick to movies instead of series, though. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Right. Because I don't think we have enough time to watch three different, or maybe one series, but even that's a lot of work that's for one lot. show. Yeah. Vampire Hunter D. There you go. But yeah, it'd be great to have you back anytime, man. So thank you for coming on, dude. We appreciate it. And happy birthday, Patrick. Thank happy you. Happy birthday, Patrick. Yay! Yay! We're all going to blow each other. <laughs> Circle jerk. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> He's already started. That's a really good friend. So I guess the lesson here is... No, kidding. Uh, <laughs> but guys, thank you guys so much for stopping by. It was a really great time. Really glad we had everybody hanging out. Obviously, we'll be back on Monday. And if you guys haven't already... Please make sure that you go check out longlivethevoid.com. You can check out our horror shots. You can check out our grave plots, all the different segments that we do. If you have suggestions for the show, contact us through that. We'll we'll take your information and find where you live. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I got carried away. No, but no, leave us a message or whatever you want if you have an idea. We're all open to it. So we want to have fun with you guys. So... But thanks for stopping by. Have a good weekend, guys. We'll see you next Monday. Tune in every Monday for a brand new episode.